This is Generation Education. Join educator Ruth Baynott Mondays at 11 a.m. as she explores modern parenting, physical, emotional and social development from pregnancy through adulthood. Mondays at 11 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. I have with me this morning Dr. Tracy Paken, GP. We're going to be chatting all about looking after our kids during this upcoming winter. Good morning, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me. Good morning. It's a pleasure. Dr. Paken, I wanted to ask you, just generally, with winter approaching, what would you recommend for moms to be doing to try and ensure that their kids don't get sick? It is quite difficult to prevent everything, but just as a, a precautionary measure, it would be worth putting the kids on to a multivitamin, something with vitamin C and zinc, like Zinplex or Crash Guard or something like that. If there's any children that are sick, they should be kept at home, If they, especially if they're fevers, vomiting, diarrhea, horrible runny noses and coughing, they should be kept home just to reduce spread of illness as well. When you mention runny noses, that's always such a controversy because so often with kids, I mean, they've got runny noses all the time. Is there sort of a classification, for lack of a better word, as to when a runny nose is something that should be more, something more of concern or that they can go to school or they need to stay home? Difficult to give a 100% answer, yes or no, um, or, or what is infectious and what isn't. But generally, a clear runny nose with a kid with no fever and who is reasonably happy otherwise is safer to be exposed to other kids and go to school. But if any of the above, so fever, misery, discolored mucus, a child that's not eating like usual, things like that, those are the kids that shouldn't go to school, that should be checked out just to make sure there's not something else going on. What about the flu injection? Yes, no, what's your thoughts on that? I'm very much for preventing as much as we can. So I would suggest that you do do the flu injection. It's available for over six months of age. Uh, the dosage is just less, up till about three years, then they do a full injection, but otherwise it's half, it's under three years. Right. And I suggest that, yes, it's worth doing. Because there's also that whole, uh, some people that say in terms of the flu injection, that if they don't have it, they're fine. And often if they have the injection, they actually get sick. Thoughts on that? Well, the, the flu injection and, and most vaccines aren't actually live vaccines. So they don't make people sick. They can give a bit of a sore arm, a bit of a red arm or swollen, but not generally, no one gets sick from the vaccine itself. It's right. more that... It's your body's reaction or that you were actually harboring something and then it came out afterwards as a coincidental. Right. And then I wanted to chat to you about COVID. I mean, it's something that obviously is so prevalent in our lives. Should there be something more now with winter approaching or something extra that we should be doing in terms of COVID? Should we be carrying on as is? What is the thoughts on this? Well, it's difficult. If you go according to the government um, protocols, it's kind of become like a free-for-all. Luckily here, we don't get extremely cold, or it's very rare to get extremely cold days. So you can still sit in a room with windows open and try not to be right on top of one another. And the, the rule stays the same. If anyone is sick, from adult to child, don't go out and expose other people. 
even if it's not COVID or you're not testing because you don't want it to be COVID, still stay away from other people. It's not right to spread your bugs. And in winter, I mean, people do. They dress warmer. They seem closer together. So then the risk of spread is greater. What we all believe is COVID is going to be here for a long time, if not forever. Short of closing everyone into a little bubble um, and doing all communication electronically, we have to still live. So you live with caution. I would say that, yeah, little kids obviously don't wear masks. But once again, if anyone's sick, don't go near them. If you booked a party and your kid gets sick the day before, just be fair to other people and say, look, my child's sick. It's your choice if you want to still come. I would like to cancel the party sort of thing. You know, make it realistic and think how you would feel if you got sick from someone else. I think there's almost this perception that we've all become very relaxed and very less worried about COVID. Is that the correct perception? Should we be worried still? Or are people on the right path saying, okay, well, let's just go for it? Well, what has happened so far, and I mean, it's quite evident, is that the the strains have become less severe. And in addition to that, more people are vaccinated. So we're not seeing the the major hospitalizations and the deaths that we saw last year, this time up till whatever, June, July. It was horrendous. So as long as this virus decides to mutate in that direction, the problem is, is if it mutates in the other direction. But what happens is we seem to be following Europe and the Northern Hemisphere. So chances are, and I'm not putting my head on a block, but chances are if a more severe strain was to come around, they would get it first. So then we'd have a slightly bit of warning. And then the government's not going to change protocols now. So just in the small communities that we are, we have to decide, okay, we're going to up our game. We're going to be more cautious. We're going to put masks back on. We're going to reduce the amount of socializing and all of that. But it's just to be socially responsible at the end of the day through all of this. Right. And I'm noticing that now, a lot more kids are getting it, even the younger ones. Is that because we are less cautious or is it just because it's a different strain? It's probably a combination of both. And also you'll find that, I mean, I know in my practice, if I say to people, we must go and test, they're saying, can I wait a day or two? So chances are there's a lot more that we don't know about in the adults. And because they're vaccinated, they're not getting so sick, but the kids aren't vaccinated. So they're getting sick and showing it. So then you're testing the children, but it's actually come from the adults. And what about the situation where I was actually at a school the other day where the parent, the child goes to school, the parent teaches at the school, the mom is a teacher there, and the child wasn't at school. And when I inquired, oh, where's your little one? Oh, no, got COVID. But the mom was at school. I mean, is that the norm now? Well, as I said, the government regulations have changed to be that. So I think we had to get to that. I just think that the jump from extreme caution to zero caution was too quick. It needed to be more gradual, that um, the close context should have still isolated forwardly. I mean, maybe make it five days, not the seven days or whatever the case may be. I know that I tested positive for COVID on a Monday, my daughter on a Tuesday, and my son got sick on the Thursday. So that's already like that whole week was out. Hmm. But if I had sent my kids to school, they would have then gone to school with COVID and spread it to other people. But that was just before they changed the restrictions. So because it was such a jump from one extreme to the other, that's what's confusing. That is what is giving people free reign to do whatever they want. 
And we'll just, we'll have to monitor and see what the end result is. The numbers still aren't huge, but I think that's also because people aren't testing as we've got back to. Because if you test and you test positive, then you can't go to work, you can't go to school. So it just messes up everything else. So to pretty much into a nutshell, when it comes to going forward and winter and looking after your kids, you recommend get that flu injection, vaccines are always important, and just keep being cautious within reason. Yeah, and you can boost their vitamin C and zinc because those are the two things that are important with like all the, the respiratory bugs and the gastro bugs. And something like Zinplex is very good. But yeah, see what your kids will take. Some of them are fussy. But just try and boost the vitamins and that, the healthy intake and, and see how you go. Fabulous. Thank you so much for chatting with me this morning, Dr. Pagan. 